This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Janine Sutherland has been the Wilderness Tourism Association's Executive Director for close to three months. The North Vancouver native's background is in tourism and sustainable community development. I started working in tourism in the late 90s. I worked for a Toronto-based cycle touring company called Butterfield and Robinson. I guided, researched, and worked on the operations side, pulling together cycling trips all around the globe. And then when I finally moved back to North Vancouver, I started working for the Magnificent Seven, which is essentially a collection of luxury wilderness resorts in Western Canada. So I was doing promotion of the Magnificent Seven. Anyways, I've had a long pathway to get to where I am now. I went back to school and studied sustainable community development. I've done lots of advocacy work, more so in the realm of transportation planning, bike lanes, active transportation, and safe routes to school for kids. When I saw this listing, I thought, wow, that's actually a, a perfect role for me because it combines my background in tourism with my experience in sustainable community development. I started as the executive director at the end of May, and I'm just about to embark upon a new strategic plan for them that will focus on areas of advocacy, marketing support, and really building community. Sutherland did not know how many tourism businesses there are in the Discovery Islands. In a previous story, Brienne Quinnell the president of the Wilderness Tourism Association said there are more than 60 whose combined revenues are between 40 and $50 million a year. They're found on Quadra, Cortez, and many of the outer Discovery Islands, but are not all members of the WTA. We have about 55 members total as part of our organization, and most of them are actually coastal and Vancouver Island. A lot of them are. We're picking up more interior members, and that's actually one of our goals of our strategic plan. We'd love to have more partners up north and more partners in the interior, and also to more Indigenous partners. Our vision is to create a sustainable future for BC's wilderness tourism industry. How's it going? We're obviously coming out of COVID and <laughs> recovering from that. I would say most of our members are really quite thrilled with this summer and how bookings have been and how business has picked back up. Things are going quite well in that regard. Quinnell also said that ecotourism could offer communities a reliable and more environmentally friendly source of employment than either fish farms or resource extraction industries like forestry. I was curious what Sutherland's opinion was in these matters. Those are definitely two hot topics. And at the, the WTA, we recognize that both of those industries are very important for employment for many folks. So it is a sensitive topic. We are all about protecting the wild salmon. And the Discovery Islands is the most important migratory route <laughs> in the world for wild salmon. We know salmon are a keystone species. Without salmon, we won't have forests. They are just uh, such a key part of all ecosystems. We really feel strongly that things are moving right now. The announcement that was made by the Honorable Joyce Murray in, in the spring are very positive steps in the right direction. 
We support responsible land-based aquaculture, and we really hope that our government can make a shift in that direction. We do recognize that it is a very sensitive issue, but just looking at the stats earlier, tourism brings in $20.3 billion per year and 130,000 jobs. That's more GDP than any other industry in British Columbia. Here's a really interesting stat. There are 19,748 BC-owned tourism businesses and only half of one BC-based fish factory is owned by British Columbia. All the rest are foreign-owned. And so why are we allowing that in our waters? These sources were from Destination BC. Another stat too, there's 149,900 BC tourism jobs. And there are 1,291 BC fish factory jobs. We really feel that tourism is the way of the future. That's the very long way around saying we really do support the protection of wild salmon. And we really hope that a transition can happen. As far as forestry goes, we would like to see new regulations in place. We understand that there's lots of jobs in the forestry industry. We would just like to see some of the regulations change. Some of the wordings to some of the regulations really are not that effective in protecting fragile ecosystems. Why do we need to log some of these pristine areas where some of our operators are going to pull up their kayaks? Why do they need to log that little patch right there by the water? I think it's really important, these issues about protecting wild salmon and new regulations for the forestry industry. It's things like that keep our, keeps our members up at night <laughs> and that we will continue to do advocacy work on. I feel like we are having small victories all the time, but definitely need to keep our foot on the gas and keep at it. So we've got a lot of members that are really incredible, They're collectively sharing ideas and figuring out how to build a brighter future. We're also very committed to responsible tourism. You see now all the images of the effects of over-tourism. We're really tuned into protecting these wild places and keeping them wild. I think we have a pretty bright future ahead of us. Canada now in the international marketplace, I'd say we are the hottest wilderness destination out there. So I think we've got some really important work to do in the years to come. You've been listening to an interview with Janine Sutherland, the new executive director of the Wilderness Tourism Association. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.